Driven mofos, I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it, or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast, as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. Doubt kills good decisions. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who wanna get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the five steps to deal with doubt so you can make better decisions, get better results, and move forward faster in life. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about doubt and decision making. So a lot of the time, uncertainty creates doubt. When we look at why people have a lot of doubt, it's because they have a lot of uncertainty. So when I speak to someone over the phone or when I meet somebody and they say something along the lines of, you know, I want to start my own business, but you know, I just don't know and blah, blah, blah. And then they go back and forward and they make all these noises and hum and haas. The reason why they're doing that is because they have a lot of doubt. They have a lot of doubt because they have uncertainty. And they have uncertainty because they don't really know what they're doing. They don't know what the end outcome looks like. Now, if you're very vision-driven, and I have spoken about this before on this podcast where I speak about the idea of fake it until you make it or the idea of imposter syndrome, the only reason why people have an imposter syndrome is because they don't actually have clarity on their own vision and their own mission. And so when they do something, they don't know what they should be or how they should adapt, so they feel like they're an imposter. Now, if you look at Conor McGregor, if you go back and watch his documentary and you watched him when he was younger, I remember watching him when he first entered the UFC and to listen to his interviews and everything like that, he was just saying, I'll be number one, I'll be number one, I'll be number one. Why? Because he saw it in his mind. It was already there. He knew he had absolute certainty that he'd be number one. He had certainty because he knew that his training was good. He knew that his nutrition was great. He knew that he had all the bits of the jigsaw puzzle all working towards him, that it was only a matter of time before it happened. That's why he had certainty. Now, if you look at the other side of imposter syndrome, when someone is uncertain, they will have that imposter syndrome because they're going, I want to be a business owner and I want to build a $10 million business. But I just don't, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I'm just trying to fake it until I make it or I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I just, I feel unsure. And then they have all this doubt. So when it comes time to make a decision, they say, oh, you know, I just need to think about it and I need more time. The reason why they need more time and the reason why they're indecisive is because they're stalling the decision. And they're stalling the decision because they're not really clear on what they want. They don't really know the goal. They don't really have the mission and the vision and it's not rehearsing in their own mind. When you wake up and you go, I want to build a $10 million business and you close your eyes and in your mind, you can see the $10 million business. You can see the staff, you can see the lifestyle, you can see the problems, you can see the stresses. In your own mind then, it's not that you want it, it's now you've already got it. So in your head, you know that you're a $10 million business owner and you're sure of it because you've already got it, it's in your head. Now the question becomes, if I'm at $2 million a year in turnover, I now know the steps that I need 
to get to $10 million because every decision that I make is helping me move towards the $10 million mark. And I do this with my team consistently, especially Jess. She will say to me, because we're growing towards the $10 million mark, she will say to me, what should we do? And I say, what would $10 million Michael say? And what would $10 million Jess say? Because that's the right decision. The decision shouldn't be on where we're at today. The decision should be where we know where we're at in the future and then work backwards from that. So we're not working forwards towards the $10 million. We're working backwards from the $10 million. Now, because we can see it in our mind's eye and it's already there, we already know the right decisions. So we're fast with decision-making. We have certainty. We're not stalling decisions. We're not stalling growth. We're not sitting there humming and harring and waiting and twiddling our thumbs and going, oh, you know, I just need more time. Because when you do that, you waste time. If you want to show someone how to destroy their mental health, get them just to be uncertain and waste their time. I've watched year after year after year, people waste their time and waste their life. And all that happens is they just end up with more doubt, more stress, more frustration, and then they start making reactive decisions. When they make super quick, reactive, stupid decisions because they're frustrated or however they feel, what normally happens is they'll make the wrong decision. When they make the wrong decision, now they're less likely to make the next decision because they're afraid of making another wrong decision. And so they go back into that stalling mode again. So here are my five steps to become more certain and to have less doubt. So number one is you want to learn as much as you can about the topic from experts. And I learned this from one of my good friends years ago. His name was Jamie McIntyre. Jamie McIntyre was a young rich lister. Some of you may know him. I haven't seen him for years. He had some alternative views and things like that. And he got labeled as a conspiracy theorist and all this sort of stuff. I haven't seen him for a while, but he was a good friend of mine many, many years ago. I hope if he's listening to this or whatever, I hope he's well. I asked him, how did you make so much money when you don't know how to make money? Like when you first invested in property, he bought Bitcoin when it was in like the couple of dollars. I remember being around him and him saying, you need to get into this. And it was like literally a couple of bucks. It wasn't a lot. And from there, he ended up making a shit ton of, well, he had a shit ton of money and someone hacked his account and took all the Bitcoin. I don't know if he still had some left or whatever. This was many, many years ago. So he probably lost the Bitcoin, I don't know, five or so years ago. But anyway, he would have probably been worth hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, you know, if that money was still there. But I asked him, how did you get involved in this stuff? How were you certain about these decisions? And he said to me, this is etched in my mind. He said, the more that I learn, the more confident I become. So he said, if ever I want to invest in something and I don't know much about it and I'm uncertain, I want to learn as much as I can so that I can create that certainty, which then makes me feel sure that I'm doing the right thing. I remember sitting there and he had this huge house, this mansion in the Gold Coast in South Australia, probably one of the best houses I've ever been in. It was beautiful. I just remember sitting there with him thinking, shit, that's the key to everything is the more that you learn, the more confident you become in that thing that you're learning. And so if you're unsure about how to run a business or you're unsure about how to do marketing or you're unsure about how to build your mindset or how to build your life, the more you learn about it, the more confident you become in that area. When you're unconfident, you stall and you think that time is going to help solve that problem. Time never helps solve a problem. You know, I hear shit like this all the time on social media and social media is just full of people just talking absolute shit because they don't think about things. Like I hear time heals all wounds. Time doesn't heal shit. What heals things is more knowledge and to balance your shit out. The reason why time heals most wounds for most people is because they don't have better tools in order to heal based on past experiences. If they learn those tools, they can heal a lot faster. And I'm a perfect example of this, which is why I teach our process of potential at our Thrive Time events. Because I've had people come to the events with PTSD and huge traumas and work through them and they're fine. The reason why is because I've got the tools to be able to do it. We had someone only recently who's probably listening to this podcast now 
She's a valued member in our community, great business owner, and she had a trauma many, many years ago. And during the live event, I sat there and I worked with her and I said, you know, is it okay if I help you solve this issue? She'd had that issue for like 14 years or something like that, that the trauma and the trauma response and, and all of that stuff. And I just worked it through with her. By the end of it, she said, do you know, I've had 14 years or whatever, or 13 years of therapy, and I've got more from like this 20 minute or 30 minute conversation back and forward than I have in that 13 or 14 years of therapy because the right knowledge with the right tools gets the right results. When people stall and time heals all wounds, they're only using time because they don't have any other tool. And over time, our brain balances itself out. And the more that we learn, the more stable we become in our thinking based on past experiences because we have to slowly work through them mentally. Now, if you keep stacking on trauma and you keep stacking on problems, then it gets worse and worse because your brain doesn't have enough time in order to keep thinking about that thing over and over again in order to solve it. So that's when it's a problem. But when someone doesn't know something and they go, oh, I don't know marketing, but I just need to think about what I should do here. Well, you don't need to think about it and you don't need more time. You need more knowledge in order to make a better decision. And then you've got to make that fucking decision because if not, nothing moves forward. Without a decision, nothing happens. I talk about this at Thrive Time where I talk about the difference between choices and decisions. And a choice essentially is looking at a menu. When you go to a restaurant and you open up the menu and you go, oh, I don't know if I want this or I want that and I'm not too sure how I feel. That's a choice. When you have a lot of choices, nothing happens. All that happens is you get more stressed out, more confused, and more frustrated. So if you've ever been to a restaurant with your partner and you're both hungry, you'll both be getting frustrated and eventually someone will go, just make a damn decision. Why? Because the more time you waste, the more frustrated you become. And then normally it will lead to a desperate decision where you go, oh, I don't fucking know, I'll just take that. That's because you're desperate and you're frustrated because you've wasted more time. So time doesn't help to make a better decision. What makes a better decision is better knowledge. Now, if you're at a restaurant and you sit there and you're making choices and the waitress or the waiter goes to another table, they ask that table, what do you want? And they say, I'll take this and this. Guess who gets their food first? The person who made the decision. Because the word decide comes from the word desiter, which means to cut away from. So you're cutting away from all the choices. You're essentially saying, this is the thing that I want. When you make that decision, the waiter, waitress goes straight to the back and tells the chef and the chef starts cooking. So things move forward because there was a decision made. When someone's sitting at the table and they're still waiting for half an hour, going around in circles, unsure about what they want, and they're fucking around, you've just had five to six other tables getting served before you, which then means you're going to get your food later. This is the reason why most people in life never get the results they want and then beat themselves up and feel like shit and then can't understand why some people outperform them. Because the person who's outperforming you has made a hundred decisions in the time that it's taken you to make one. That's the reason why. They've made mistakes, they've learned lessons, they've moved forward. They're essentially 100 or 99 decisions in front of you. And so you've got to make more mistakes, you've got to make more of the wrong decisions, you've got to be more adaptable in order to get to the same position that they're at. Just make the decision. Number one is you want to learn as much as possible you can about the topic from experts, as it'll make you more certain. Number two is you want to surround yourself with people in the same space as the topic that you're wanting to learn about. Because when you're surrounded with people who are all interested in the same thing, then the communication becomes about those things and so you can solve problems easier. I've noticed that people in our Business Growth Odyssey program tend to get greater results than just the people that I work one-on-one -on -one with. Not all the time because it depends on who they're surrounded by. But if someone comes to me and they say, I want one-on-one -on -one coaching for my mindset and they're a business owner, I can help them with that. But if they go back to a shitty environment and they hang around all their friends that you know aren't really doing much in life and then they go home and their intimate partner questions them about everything, 
and they think, oh shit, you know, I don't know. And they start fearing outgrowing their friends and outgrowing their family and their partner being upset all the time. They're going to stall their own growth. Whereas if they're hanging out with people at an event where all these people are business owners, they're all growth driven, they're getting good results, they're looking at their finances, and they're surrounded with other business people, a couple of things are going to happen. When you're in a group of people and someone just made $20 million in the last quarter and you made one, you're going to feel a little bit insecure, but you're also going to feel inspired to go bigger. That insecurity is going to create some drive for you. And also the inspiration is going to create some excitement for you in order to want to work. So you're going to get insecure, but also feel energetic and get refocused and you're going to work harder. So by being in an environment of people that are doing cool shit, like a business mastermind or something like that, similar to our business growth odyssey program, when you're in that environment, it naturally makes you want to grow more because the conversations are about that thing. So if I'm sitting around with my friends and we're all talking about marketing, I'm learning off of them. I get more confident. I feel better about the decisions I'm about to make. So number two is that you want to surround yourself with people in the same space. If I hang out with all my gym buddies, my nutrition just naturally organically improves because I don't want to be the fat dude when all my mates are all ripped and they're all training hard. I don't want to feel like shit. It makes me feel insecure. So now I look after my diet a little bit better. When I go and hang out with my business friends and they're all making more money than me, I go, oh shit. I better step it up a little bit more. So then I put my foot on the gas a little bit more in business. When I hang out with my friends and they've got amazing relationships, I sit there and I go, okay, they're communicating better. They ask better questions. That's going to help me to grow as a person. So now I can communicate better with Jess and I ask her better questions and I listen more because I've seen it in front of me. Make sure the environment of people that you're hanging out with are those people who can help you grow. When you're in that environment, you'll have less doubt naturally as a byproduct. Real quick driven mofos, you know I don't run any advertising or sell anyone else's shit on this podcast. So the only thing that I'll ever ask from you is that you help me get this podcast out to more people and spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. I promise it will only take 10 seconds, so please rate and review if you haven't already done so. And thank you in advance. Number three, you want to build the habit of decision making. Most people make bad decisions because they're indecisive and they make reactive decisions last minute. Like they're like, you know what, fuck it. And they just do the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary is where someone does a cross on their, you know, on their body and then just hopes and prays that shit works. That's the Hail Mary. That comes from not knowing enough. Now, there are times where I do the Hail Mary and just go, you know what? I could do A or I could do B. Let's just go with A and see what happens. That's what happens. But I know that I'm adaptable enough that if it doesn't work, I can change again. The great thing about life is that we learn a lot from mistakes. So I want to make more mistakes because I'm going to learn from them. I don't want to keep making the same mistakes because that's stupidity. That's ignorance. I don't want to do that. What I want to do is I want to make a lot more mistakes so that I can make a lot more learnings or I can get a lot more learnings and get better lessons. I want to have money problems, but I want to have money problems at the $10 million level, not at the $50,000 a year level. I'm going to have money problems whether I make $50,000 a year, $100,000 a year, $500,000 a year, or $10 million a year. I'm going to have money problems, but I want to have $10 million money problems, not $50 money problems. Either way. So what you want to do is you want to get better at making decisions. Just get in the habit. Over the next week, I'm going to challenge you. This is my challenge to you if you're listening to this podcast. I challenge you to make faster decisions. So when your partner says to you, what do you want for dinner? You just go, bang, that's what I want. Someone says to you, hey, do you want to do this tonight? You go, bang, yes or no? No, oh, I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll go home and ask the missus or I'll go home and ask my husband or whatever and I'll see what they're doing. And it's pathetic. That's not going to help you live a great life. Okay, when you do that, just remind yourself I'm being pathetic. Okay, because I don't want to make a decision. I'm afraid. I'm scared. Just go, yeah, we'll be there. Or go, look, give me two minutes. I'm going to ask now if my partner has anything on. 
if I've got nothing on, I'll be there. I do that all the time with Jess. You know, I tell my friends, I'll be there. I just need to know we don't have anything pre-planned. That's it. I've made the decision. But if there's something pre-planned, then that's already pre-planned. So I can't do it. But other than that, the answer is yes, if not. Therefore, I've still made the decision versus fucking around. If I say I'm going to get out of bed at five o'clock in the morning, I set my alarm and I get out of bed. I don't sit there. The alarm goes off at five o'clock, hit the snooze button, hit the snooze button, and then get out of bed at 7.30. If you do that, you're training yourself to create shitty habits. I used to do this all the time and it was mentally destructive. I felt like shit about myself. I would feel guilty because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. You just feel like shit. You set yourself up for failure. Honestly, it's not that hard to win in life. It's not that hard because most people just set themselves up to do shit in life. And if you just do a little bit better, you will be in the top 10%, just a little bit better. If you get in the habit of just making better decisions, you'll just be a little bit better. If you're a little bit better, I guarantee you'll be a little bit better than the average. Okay, because the average is just so, you know, like if you look at society and you say, well, 70% of society are average or below average, cool. Now, it's not that hard to move into the top 30% when you just make better decisions or you just think a little bit differently or you just do a little bit different training. Why? Because most people naturally set themselves up to fail through the habits that they have. Just do a little bit better. I guarantee you, you'll be in the top like 30% of the population. You add a little bit more on top of that, you'll probably push into the top 10% pretty easy. You know, I couldn't believe it that to get into the top, I think it's the top 9% of income in this country, in Australia. I think it's $270,000 a year is the top 10%. Now, that might have changed because of COVID and the bubble and all that stuff that we've just gone through. But I think it was only like $270,000 a year, which is a lot. It's a lot of money for most people, but it's not a lot when you're a high performer. It's not a lot. So you've just got to do a little bit better. So practice just making better decisions, and I guarantee you'll crush it. If you want to get into that top 10%, get your tickets to Thrive Time, get your shit there. I guarantee you it will fucking help you crush it in life because you know your direction. You know how to use your mindset in order to push you into that top 10%. It's not hard to do, right? You've just got to do it, but you've got to know the right steps. Number four is you've got to build your own self-worth. You need to know your values. You need to understand your purpose and have a clearly defined mission, vision, and goals. So the clearer you are with your values, the easier it is to make decisions. When someone comes to me and they go, do you want to go out drinking tomorrow night? My answer is no. I already know the answer is no. I don't need time to think about it. The answer is no. Why? Because it doesn't serve my purpose. It doesn't help me to achieve my mission. It doesn't help me to live my values. Now, if someone comes up to me and says, hey, tomorrow there's a party on a yacht and I'm going to be bringing all my friends who are worth 10 to $150 million. It's an exclusive gathering. There's going to be alcohol there. You might want to drink if you want to drink. If you don't, it doesn't matter. You want to come? Yeah, I'll be there. Because now you're talking to my values, you're serving my purpose, and you're helping me to achieve my mission. So... The decision is made easier when you're clear on your mission and you understand your values and also your purpose. And then from there, you can clearly define your goals. When you know your goals, it's so much easier to make decisions. You know, when someone says to me, oh, we're going to go out here and we're going to eat all this shitty food and blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come? The answer is no. I already know the answer is no. Do you want to do late nights? The answer is already no. I already know the answer is no. I'm not indecisive because I know exactly what I'm trying to achieve in life. When you're unclear on your mission and you've got these goals, they can be a bit sloppy without a mission. When you're unclear on your values, you're setting yourself up for self-sabotage every day. And I meet people every day who say they're clear on their values and they're not. When you're not clear on your values, self-sabotage will become normal. So when someone complains about self-sabotage and procrastination, yet they say I'm clear on their values, they're not that clear. Because if they were, they wouldn't self-sabotage and they wouldn't procrastinate. Because you've got shit to do, you know exactly what you're trying to do. So number four is you've got to build your self-worth and you do that by knowing your values and 
knowing the mission, having a purpose, setting clear goals, but making a shitload of decisions and decisions that you back yourself by. When you do that, you build good self-worth. And number five is you don't let those around you imprint or implant fear on you. So if you're going to do something and you make a decision and your partner sits there and they go, oh, but what about this? And oh, it's probably going to be the wrong decision. You're probably... Hey, we don't talk about that. We talk about the goals. We talk about the mission. If you've got a specific concern, you're allowed to raise it with me. But if you're just here bringing up all your fear and shit like that, I don't want to fucking hear that. So you've got to make sure that you start to train people around you. And that's what you have to do. You've got to train them. Survival is a more fundamental desire for humans than achievement. Okay, I'll say that again because I want this to sink in. Safety and survival is a more fundamental or primal driver than wanting to achieve and to live in the top five or top 10% or living a great life. So if someone has fear and they're fear-driven, they're always going to go back to safety and survival. So if your decisions are always fear-based, it's always safety and survival-based. It's not wanting to crush it in life and do great things. So you're always going to do just enough to be safe. Just enough. That's not a great driver in life. You don't want your partner, your friends, your family, and people you associate with all the time to consistently implant fears on you. If they have a problem or a concern, raise it in the form of a question. So I train Jess on this. So if you've got a problem, like I go out and I'll spend $20,000 on a course or a coach. And Jess used to say to me, oh, but what about cash flow? And what about this? And you know, now you've put us in this hard financial position. And, for, and all I would do is feel like shit. I'd get more fear driven. I'd get more worried. Okay. I want to thrive. So now I do the same thing and I come home and Jess goes, okay, cool. So I know you want to do this. So now let's work out how does cash flow work? How do we make this decision so it works best for us to achieve our goals? Now we're having a different conversation. Now we're not talking about fear. Now we're using logic in order to intelligently solve problems. And that there is going to help you to win in life. Okay, so you want to train people around you to do that. So let's go through these again. If you want to have less doubt and less uncertainty in life, the first thing is that you need to learn as much as you can about the topic that you're wanting to understand. Now, if I were you, anyone who's listening here, the more you know about your mindset, the more you're going to crush it in life. Your mind is creating and destroying shit second by second through your choices, your decisions, your thoughts, your emotions, and also your actions. When someone says to me, working on your mindset isn't that important, or I think I do well enough. Yeah, you might do well enough, but are you doing as well as what you could? I put a post up on my Instagram today, and it was, if mindset doesn't matter, try having a shit one. Now, everyone knows what happens when you have a shit mindset, but most people don't think about what happens when you don't invest in your mindset in regards to your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, your business, and so on. The greatest thing you ever invest in is in your head. No one can take that away from you. Someone can take my business, but I'll start up another business in a week. Someone can take my car. It doesn't bother me. I'll make enough money to cover that in a couple of months. It doesn't bother me. I don't have that fear anymore because I know the one thing that matters, people can't take away from me. If I have a head trauma or something like that and I lose my memory, the rest of my life doesn't matter anyway because I'm not going to remember it. So that's the only thing I really worry about is like, how do I keep building the mindset and the skills and the knowledge? Because people can't take that away from me. They can take my money, but they can't take my mind. My health might turn to shit, but I can use my mindset to get my health back. So most important thing, but we want to learn as much as we can about the topic from experts. Number two is we want to surround ourselves with people in the space so that we're consistently talking about the topic and so that there's part of it is inspiring and part of it makes us a little bit insecure because it'll create our drive and we will want to have it in order to fit in. And also that knowledge makes us more certain because you realize that other people have similar problems and it's not that big a deal. Number three is you want to build the habit of decision-making. Get in the habit of just making decisions and make them quick. Yeah, most of them are going to be wrong, but you'll learn from them and then you'll be a step ahead. 
and you're one step closer to making a good decision. Indecisive people don't get anywhere. They don't get any closer to making a better decision. Number four is build your self-worth. Know your values, understand your purpose, have a clearly defined mission, and then set good, effective goals. Do not set goals without a clearly defined mission, a clear purpose, and understanding your values. Because even when you achieve things, you will still feel unfulfilled. Or you'll just keep working hard, you'll grind, and then you're only grinding, but eventually you'll burn out. And when you burn out, you'll feel guilty and feel like shit. When you wake up every day and you know that you're doing what you love, you're free, and then you just do that thing. That's it. I work harder than almost probably most of the population. And I do so because it's what I love to do. I love to work. So I just work on the thing that's important to me. I don't think about holidays and long weekends and, oh, I need to get away and, oh, I need to rest and I need to party. Like I rest when I need to rest. I go on a holiday when I need to go on a holiday. I don't think about it all the time. That only happens when I feel unfulfilled in the work that I'm doing. And then finally, don't let those around you cast fear on your goals, your dreams, and your ability to make decisions. I hope that helps River Mofos. If you're loving this, remember to share these episodes, chuck them up on your socials, let other people know about them. I really want to get this podcast out to more people. If you haven't rated the podcast yet, we are so close to hitting 105 star reviews on Spotify. And I know we're at about 40 or something, 45 five-star reviews on the Apple podcast app. If you haven't rated the app yet, please just go to your mobile device and rate this podcast so we can get it out to more people. I really do appreciate it. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep achieving, keep making decisions, and that challenge is there for you. Make more decisions in the next 24 to 48 hours and then keep making them. Have a great day, and I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. 